Hello, sparklers. Thank you for tuning in again, as always. In these episodes, I really, really hope that my guests ignite your spark so that you can shine your spark and your light out into the world, therefore encouraging others to shine as well. Today, my guest is someone who ignites my spark really through her Instagram account and her blog. Her name is Joellen, and she is the traveling minimalist mom on a mission. (laughs) And that mission is to prove that we can live a simple life without sacrificing beauty and style. Two of my favorite things. I like to call her a lifestyle guru, you know, like... Gwyneth, because she's about much more than style and beauty. She and her husband and her four children have led a wanderlust lifestyle for the past five years, meaning a lot of us lust after the lifestyle of world travel and living abroad that they have embraced. And more than that, Jo Ellen is a force for positivity. She finds joy and shares it every day. Joellen and her family had to downsize, of course, when they moved to New Zealand, getting rid of the big house, the furniture, and all of the possessions we think we need. Then they pared everything down further when they decided to travel the world for a year. Six people lived out of four suitcases. I don't know about that. And she learned to homeschool her children. Not an easy task, as those of you with kidlets know. So let's get to it, shall we? And let's hear about living a simpler life and so much more. Here's Joanne. Walk through life. Every day is a new beginning. Shine your light. It's a day. Welcome, Joellen. Thank you for joining me here today on Ignite Your Spark. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. To let people know my Ignite Your Spark Sparklers, I have been following Joellen on social media, on Instagram for a while now, and I have been inspired by her posts. The things that you are involved in, the things that you talk about ignite my spark, and that would be fashion, beauty, travel, and positivity. I love how you combine all of the elements. And also there's fitness in there as well, because I know you and your family love to hike. Those are literally all of the things that ignite my spark. So I wanted to have a conversation with you so that we could share your light with others because you're a very positive person. So here we are. (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. The first thing I'm going to do is say to you, So my podcast is all about igniting sparks. How do you ignite your spark? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, It's kind of like what you just said. There There are many layers to who I am. And so it's not just one thing that ignites my spark. It's, you know, multiple things. I feel alive and I feel at my best self when I'm creating. So I love to create yummy food in the kitchen. I love to create... Um, fun memories with my family. I love to create video, um, you know, tutorials showing how to style something or how to apply makeup. I just love to create, like, I just feel my best when I'm busy taking something 
from nothing and creating it into something beautiful. So that's something that really helps me ignite my spark. Yeah, creativity. It is something that anybody who has a creative bone in their body and everybody does, but those who unleash it regularly find that that does. I have found by interviewing dozens and dozens and dozens of people that creativity really helps. That ignites my spark. Actually, talking to cool people ignites my spark, unbelievably so. (laughs) So some of my listeners are not on Instagram and they're probably like, well, who is this person? And I would love for you to share how you got into Instagram, but also how you got into fashion and beauty. What was your first love? Was it travel, fashion, beauty, family, hiking? Which was the one thing that sort of brought you to your presence on Instagram, I guess, or social media or blogging? You know, it's so funny. I've gotten a lot of people that have asked me, you know, what's your fashion background? You are, you know, you love style. What did you go to school for it? Or, you know, did you take classes in it? And honestly, no, (laughs) I didn't. It's just something that I just always have loved ever since I was, you know, a teenager. I just always took pride in um, the way that I presented myself, whether that was, you know, I didn't spend tons of money on fashion and, and clothes. I just really enjoy just putting some thought into how I show up. Because I, I honestly believe that when you feel good and you look good, you do good. And so that that is just something that I've just kind of nurtured over the years. And I've just kind of trial and error. And I just learn from others. And I just implement the things that I see others do. And I just have been able to share that with others. That's kind of where my fashion comes in. Beauty, I've also always loved makeup. Never been like a super great makeup artist when I was younger or anything. Uh, my sisters went to college Um, They were elementary ed teachers. And so I thought, you know, maybe that's what I want to do. But I kind of started taking courses and I was like, "Ah, this is not for me. I love fashion and beauty. And so I went the route of beauty and I became an esthetician. I never worked in a salon or spa or anything, but I just knew I wanted to have a job where I could work from home. And so my passion was to be a mother. And so I wanted a profession that I could raise my babies, you know, raise my family at home, but then also had that creative outlet. And so being an esthetician was a great little avenue for me because then it allowed me to, you know, do facials in my home or um, teach skin, little basic skincare, you know, things to moms and other women. And so that kind of started that beauty avenue. My husband is a huge outdoors person. He loves mountain biking. He loves hiking. He loves all the things, camping. Uh, When we got married, I wasn't really into that stuff. And so I've learned along the way how to... (laughs) how to get into those things. And so little by little, as our kids have gotten older, uh, we have four kids. My oldest is 16 and I have a 14 year old an 11 year old and a nine year old. And as they have each gotten older, we just do more things outside, you know, dabble in more outdoors things. We just um, have a, a stronger love for it. That's that. And then travel too, is we didn't really start traveling really internationally traveling until we moved to New Zealand five years ago. And that just opened up our world to a whole new way of thinking and doing things. And then we lived in New Zealand for two years, and then we traveled the world for a year. And uh, now we're living in Italy, and we've been able to do a lot of traveling with that. So the more that we travel, the more that we want to travel. It's kind of like we, we we got the travel bug. And the more beautiful places we see, the more we want to continue to see. those All of those things, the fashion, the beauty, the the outdoors, the travel, those are things that just have come naturally over time. It's something that we have gone to school for or that we have trained in. It's just all through experience. And I started my Instagram journey about 
I think about four years ago, I started a business with my sister-in-law, a beauty business. It required me to be present on Instagram. And so that I kind of was able to create my brand around that. At first, I just focused on beauty, but then I was like, I'm so much more than that. I have a lot more to offer. And so I was able to, over the years, you know, it's an evolution. I feel like uh, it's been refined and continuing to refine it over the years. I focus on beauty and fashion and travel because that is, those are the things that ignite my fire and, and that really bring me joy in my life. It's very obvious when you look at your pictures that you are very authentic. You're not trying to sell something. You are just trying to inform. And that's what I love personally about your brand is that it is very uplifting and inspiring as well. And I would say that you are a lifestyle guru, sort of like Gwyneth, you know, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, because you do encompass all of the lifestyle elements that are important to so many of us, women in particular. Then back to that four kids, all boys, right? I have three boys and one oh, girl. Oh, you do? Is your youngest a girl? My youngest is the girl, yes. That's a lot of kids and you homeschool them all, I'm assuming. You know, I didn't always, we only started homeschooling uh, when we tra started traveling the world. So they were in public school up until then. And then when we started traveling the world, we're like, we have, to, we, we can't have it both ways. We can't travel full time and put our kids in public schools. And so we had to compromise. And so we, over the last three years, they've um, been homeschooled. And so that's been a process. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a learning process. It's a trial and error. And we're slowly figuring out the best way to do it for our family. Yeah, that's a challenge. I mean, there you are. You didn't need to get that degree because you're teaching now. That's right. <laughs> <As it is. laughs> Learning by, you know, what is it? Trial by fire, fire by trial, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Where did they start their school journey? I was born and raised in Southern California, but we raised our kids most of their life in Phoenix, Arizona. Now you are based in Italy now. Where in Italy? We are in Southern Italy about an hour and a half south of the Amalfi Coast. And how long have you been there? Uh, almost two years. Are you planning on staying internationally? I did see on one of your Instagram posts that you are getting or working on getting your Italian passport, correct? Yeah. So actually, no, that was, that was um, the, what we did the very beginning of, of oh. living there. Now I am an official American Italian citizen because my great-great-grandfather immigrated from Italy many years ago. And so um, I am an American Italian citizen and my kids are. So that's really cool. And how does your husband maintain uh, staying with you <laughs> without? <laughs> yeah, so he can't become a citizen. Um, not yet. He has to kind of go through a, a few more hoops to make that official, but he can be here like through marriage. And so he's able to, there's a, a certain um, document that he can al allow him to be here legally through me. Now, do you plan on staying in Italy? Is this your forever home now or is that up in the air? You know what? When we moved here, um, it was definitely um, inspiration from God. We are, um, you know, Christian. And so we just feel like we were strongly supposed to move here, but we weren't sure how long. One, two, ten years. Um, so but it's been clear to us that um, our chapter is done here for now and we will we'll, moving back to the states this summer so but we don't feel like it's a goodbye forever we feel like it's a see you later you know maybe we will be back here eventually um, for another chapter of our life 
Oh, that's great. Are your children excited to come back to the States or are they enjoying Italy so much, especially now that it's so beautiful over there? <laughs> oh, I know. You know, it's bittersweet for all of us. There are pros and cons to us being here. We have grown to love the land, the people, the food, the experiences, so many beautiful, good things here. Um, but there's also some really great things that we miss in the States too. Family being you know, at the very top of the list, you know, it's really hard being away from grandparents and cousins. And so we are looking forward to that moving back for sure. Will your children transition back to uh, public school when you get back? You know, that's a good question. Um, Ideally, that would be great. But, you know, once we started this lifestyle of flexibility and being able to travel and just pick up and go whenever we want to, we just can't go back to like, you know, the the, um, the school schedule and the, um, the eight to three o'clock school schedule and all the homework and all the, you know, we just really like this flexibility. And so we will continue to homeschool at least for the, you know, for the time being. Yeah. Yeah. That really had nothing to do with anything other than I'm a curious person and I just love hearing people's stories, but let's go back to a couple of the things I love that Occasionally, you will post things that are very uplifting and inspiring, and that spoke to me. And one thing you posted in particular was this quote, focusing on illuminating our lives and others' lives is one of the most beautiful qualities. Oh, that speaks to me so deeply because I'm the reason I do this is so that I can shine a light on other people and the good that they are doing in the world in bringing out the light in others. And I feel that that's how you do. You are teaching us. You are a natural teacher, whether or not you went to school for that. You are so inspiring with your outfits and the simplicity. That is something that I think we all need to embrace. And perhaps many of us have during this time when we were not out in stores, and we had to live with what we have. How did you become the traveling minimalist mom on a mission? I love that. What helped you to embrace a simple life? Is there something you can recall? Yeah, for sure. It was 100%. It was us picking up and moving to New Zealand. You know, we were living the everyday average American lifestyle of the nine to five job and our kids were all in public schools and we were, we lived in a nice home. We had our cars. We filled that home and the closets and the garage with all the things, you know, we had hand-me-downs from siblings. We had things that we collected because of, you know, sales or garage sales, or, you know, just people would give you stuff and you can't say no, or you just collect things because it's so easily accessible. Like I said, I always liked fashion. So I'd always love going to the store and, and, and getting that rush of buying, um, finding a good deal and bringing it home. So I love that, uh, you know, that retail therapy. Um, but as soon as we, we knew we were moving to New Zealand, we were like, we're not bringing all this stuff with us. This is just, that would just be crazy. So we got rid of three quarters of our stuff. We packed up a 20 foot shipping container and that's all that we brought with us, our furniture, clothes, you know, the essentials, and then we got rid of everything else. And it was, people thought we were crazy. They're like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? Um, But it was so refreshing and so liberating getting rid of all the things that we didn't need. We had all of our needs met. We had more than our needs met. You know, we had all of the things that we need for everyday life. And when we lived in New Zealand, we just lived a very simple life and we loved it. We realized Oh, the stuff was weighing us down. It was holding us back. It was just 
cluttering our minds and our thoughts and our spaces. And we really enjoyed living the simpler lifestyle. So then when we moved from New Zealand and we traveled the world for a year, we really had to become minimalist because we only had four suitcases um, with six people. And so we had to live with the absolute essentials, like talk about wardrobe capsule. You know, that's what I had is I wore the same things over and over and I really enjoyed it. Yes. I love fashion. I love style. I love beauty, but I could do both, you know, just by curating a, a simple capsule, um, in a strategic way. And I could still be stylish, but I didn't have to have tons of stuff. And so as we have acclimated into, um, a new way of living, you know, outside of the traveling full time and living in Italy and then going back to the States, we still want to embrace that simple lifestyle because we don't want to get back to that point where we were when we were, um, living in Phoenix. We, we want to still like be free to, pick up and move wherever we want, whenever we want, because things aren't weighing us down. And so that, I just, I, I love that you can live a simple life and still be stylish, still be beautiful, um, still have fun and not live this boring life. I love proving that minimalism is not boring and it's not an ugly lifestyle. It can, everyone and anyone can have a simple life. It's totally doable. I, I absolutely embrace every single thing you just said. I have been learning to live a minimalist life. I have been a fashionista my entire life. I love retail therapy, but now I'm also concerned about sustainability. And I think it's great to be able to go to a consignment store or to shop online through gently used clothing. But I will tell you the time it takes to do that. I'm looking for something for a black tie wedding. I'm not going to buy anything. I've sold a lot of my clothes. I'm not going to buy a new thing. I am just not, I am determined to not go into a store. I am determined to buy something gently used, but it takes a lot of time scouring real stores and scouring the internet because you're looking for something that you love in colors that work for you in your size. And they just, you know, it's not there, but I'm determined because there, so much waste is out there with all of the, the stuff that yeah, we, we acquire. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does take, it does take more time and it does take more intention, but when you actually put the things in your closet that you, like you said, that are your right color, your right style, your right size, then you have something that you love and not just something that's so, so not something that's just going to you know, create clutter in your closet, you're going to have something that you will wear over and over and over because you look and feel great in it. So building a wardrobe around those requirements, instead of just something that you find that's on sale or something that someone gave to you, um, being really intentional about it, that's where you can have that simple life and still be stylish. Yeah. I love what you said. Intentional, be intentional. And I think you have you have either a little blog or a YouTube channel where you talk about helping people with the right colors. Because one of the posts I really loved is you were talking about how stores curate things for us to buy them. Of course, mm -hmm. that's their job. I've worked in retail. I know all about that. But how important it is because so many people are not aware of what looks good on them. And they think it looks great in a store. They bring it home and they will never wear it. Right. But you will, you have a way to help people determine. Right? Yes. So when I was in New Zealand, I met this beautiful old woman who I, who was a dear friend of mine. And she mentioned casually a book that she read and because we shared, you know, some interest in style and fashion. And so she shared it with me. It was called Color Me Beautiful. I don't know if you know, it. it's like back, it was created back in the seventies, I think maybe even later, earlier than that. Um, but it's this book about 
knowing what colors look great on you. And I had never, ever considered that there were certain colors that you, you know, would just bring out your beautiful coloring and features better than others. I just bought things because, yeah, because it was in the store, it was on the mannequin or it was in the ads and, you know, everywhere people were telling me that I needed to buy these colors and these things, or if it was on sale. And so as soon as I read this book, it totally opened up my mind to how I need to be more intentional about the colors that I wear because I'm going to look better and I'm going to shop more strategically instead of wasting money. I'm only going to buy certain colors because they look good on me. Well, I think it's very important to know that back in the seventies and eighties, and I was around then, (laughs) everybody was getting their color charts done. And so they would carry these, I don't know if you're familiar with this, it would be like a paint palette, you know, they, the when you go in and get different paint sample strips, and they would carry it into a store and say, well, I'm only going to buy something in this color palette. So that look really raised the shackles on my back because yes, I understand that, but you know, I've been through different phases of fashion, loving it, you know, hating it, whatever. And I used to work with people and say, yes, but if there is something you absolutely love, you know, just if it's, you know, chartreuse and doesn't look good, wear it the color down so it's not on your face. But right. so there, there, I think there's a happy medium probably where wearing the colors that work for you closer to your face are better for you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, these are just, and this is all style rules, but you, you know, rules are meant to be broken. So if there's a color that maybe is not, doesn't look the best on you, but you feel great in it. Hey, wear it. Or like you said, there are ways around it. You can wear it on your lower half where it's not against your face. So it, there's lots of ways to, um, to go around it and to make it work for you. But I think the key is just, um, knowing what you feel great in and sticking to it because that's when you're going to shine. Yes. When you feel good, when you look good, you feel good. And you share that with the world because who doesn't want to feel their best when you go out in a schlumpy outfit, just because you're running to the store and you just, you run into someone, of course, inevitably when you're doing that. Now, you know, with masks, it was a little easier. (laughs) It was like, oh, I I can't tell how bad I look right now. But the other thing that I always tell people, I I don't work one-on-one with people anymore, but your hair color changes. And then that changes your whole, like mine's white now. That's totally different than when it was blonde. I mean, not totally, but it looks a little different with some clothes. I actually, you know, find I look better in some clothes I didn't look as good in before. So you think you have to reassess too, if you're changing up yeah. colors. Yep, you do. It's an evolving um, process over time for sure. Okay. The other thing you said, your sister-in-law created this line of uh, makeup that you talk about. Oh no, we just, so it's part of a social networking company. And so we just, we just started it, um, this business together, um, selling this, this makeup product that we absolutely love. And so I have been using it for six years and I've been, um, an artist for their company for four years. And so it's been a really great business for me to do as I raise my babies at home. Yeah, that's great. Well, you are glowing. You do look glowing. Your skin is always beautiful. And I love your tutorials. And I'm not going to do a plug for, you know, any company kind of thing. But what I do love about it, and I have not purchased it, is that everything fits in one compact, right? I know. I love it. It's it's, (laughs) it's so perfect for the traveler in me and the minimalist in me. It was like, it was just meant for my lifestyle. Yeah, I really love the whole minimalist 
aspect of your life and your lifestyle and what you are sharing with others. So it's great. Beauty is simplicity. And it should be. And especially because, you know, you see the people who have too much makeup on and too many accessories. As Coco Chanel said, before you leave the house, take off one thing and then you'll look a little better. But of course, she was over the top (laughs) in so many ways. Less is more, right? Yes, I totally agree. And I love what you said that you're on a mission to prove you can live a simple life without sacrificing beauty and style. And that's so important for all of us. I really, I encourage everybody to go through their closet. I once did like a 45 day challenge where every single day you gave something away, but I didn't, I collected things. I didn't go to Goodwill or wherever it was I was donating at the time, but it is so freeing to do that as long as you're not replacing it immediately with something else. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It feels so good to just get rid of the things that aren't serving you and that you don't love. So I guess you'll be doing another clear out before you move back to the States. I'm in the process of doing it right now. Today, I actually was in my bathroom going through my beauty stuff, kind of consolidating, get rid rid of stuff that, you know, was half used, things that I didn't like using. And yeah, so I'm already in the process and I'm... (laughs) I'm going to be doing it each day until we're ready to move. So are you going back to Phoenix? We're going back to Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona. Great. Well, Joellen, thank you so much today for sharing your simplicity lifestyle guru tips with us. I guess it wasn't too many tips, but I just was curious about you. And if people want to follow you, they can go to Instagram. Your I am Joellen, and I'll put it in the show notes. And you do a newsletter. And you have a YouTube channel, right? I do. Yep. And I have a blog. You can find me in almost all the platforms out there. Is there anything you want to leave us with, my sparkling listeners, before we say arrivederci? (laughs) I think it's just, you know, find the things that um, you love. Because when you, whether you're wearing something that you love, you're putting something on your face that you love, you're creating something that you love, that's when you're going to find joy in living, Um, especially through COVID, you know, we were really isolated here in Italy and, you know, we didn't have any interaction with anybody. And so I just clung to creating and, and sticking to the things that I love. And that's what helped me um, not only survive, not only endure, but thrive and live a life that I love. Mm, That's really lovely. I like to say that when you find your purpose, which is what we are all here to do, and fill it with passion, then you are sharing it with the world and you are doing that. So thank you for finding your purpose with passion to share it. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me and thank you for allowing me to share that with others. Of course. So thank you, Sparklers, for listening to I Am Joe Ellen. (laughs) And I'll put all the information in the show notes. And remember, you ignite your spark with simplicity. You really can. So I invite you to, after you finish listening to this or while you're listening to it, go into your closet and clear some things out and live a simpler life. So shine on, everyone. Walk through life. Every day is a new beginning. Shine your life.